Buzzer Podcast, all music. Worldwide music started in local music scenes. Underground independent unsigned talent. Music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay. The Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey y'all, I am Shay, and this is the Buzzer Podcast on Air Indie, from iPad to yours over the airways. Today on the show, Carbon Memory from Toronto, Canada. We discuss the tourist EP, spin a few tracks, and talk about the recent collapse. Enjoy the show. Cheers. Uh, welcome, y'all. Hi, Shay. Thank you for having us. Ah, no problem. Thank you for sharing your music on the platform. Thank you. I'm really interested. We're going to jump right into influences. I'm really inter- interested to know about your influences because uh, I hadn't read on your bio, on your EPK, it doesn't say. But I hear uh, I hear a bit of Hank Floyd, a pillow, Phil Collins, like, <laughs> but it's rock. It could be your vocals. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not sure. I mean, that's a that would be a huge compliment if it was my vocals. Uh, but um, yeah, we have uh, quite varied um, interests when it comes to music in the band. We, um, uh, I myself, um, I kind of I enjoy also Pink Floyd and 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 a lot of the '70s stuff. But I I do have um, I do hold the the more of the modern acts closer to my heart like uh, massive attack and radiohead okay um, this other yeah band. i hear that okay yeah so that's kind of our thing and then damien i don't know if you want to pick off from there um he's he's super into the 70s um uh music <laughs> yeah the end you had to write uh say pink floyd hendrix uh Beatles, all, all the the good old acts which are timeless really um, I, I do love Radiohead as well, but there is a lot of 70s, uh, especially on, on, on the guitar. I play lead guitar on the band and yeah. a lot of strong influences from Pink Floyd and Jimi Hendrix when it comes to that. Well, when I was listening to the the first track that we're going to hear in a bit, Rumors, honestly, when I first heard the intro, and by the way, I love the intro. It, it's you. a really good Thanks. setup for the melancholy and reflective mood of the whole video. It's incredible. Um, I honestly thought Pink Floyd. Like I was like, <laughs> "Wow, this is like, like cool. it was it was uh, it was amazing." Got you on the show, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. And what about you, Andy? Uh, pretty much the same as these guys. Like again, like I I really love Pink Floyd. And especially D- Jimi Hendrix and everything, but and again, like Radiohead's one of my favorite bands. But um, I'm again, like I'm really into uh, jazz mostly. Like that's kind of my main uh, genre that I love. Obviously, I love what we do, like alternative rock and everything. And like I really, I grew up on Genesis. Um, so I really like I, I really dig Phil Collins and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I come from a little bit more of a different background than them. So I really come from a little bit more of a, a jazz kind of um, idiom. Um, so I'm like really into like uh, 
uh, guys like Mike Stern and like Jocko Pastorius and everything. And they, they allow me sometimes to sneak a little bit of that in, <laughs> in there. So uh, when they're nice enough to me, they'll, they'll let me throw in a couple of little tasty licks, but especially on a, a tune like um, Rumors, maybe not so much of that kind of stuff, but um, again, throwing in a little bit more of like that 60s and 70s vibe with uh, the Hoffner bass in there and everything. So, yeah. Okay. What about Miles Davis? I know we're going back really far, but he's my favorite. I love Miles. Miles is great. Everything that he's done from his early work from Charlie Parker all the way to his, like to the very end when he was doing his like very more electric kind of fusion stuff with like Marcus Miller, like all of it, everything in between there is like, it's groundbreaking. Yeah. He's groundbreaking and it's incredible. He didn't get financially. He didn't get the credit he deserved. No, he did not. No, it's it's amazing. I he's my go-to when I really, really want to choose. <laughs> I love him. I love him. So, uh, what are your backgrounds? So, do you are you musically like are you trained in music, or did you train yourself by ear? When did you pick up a, a guitar or instrument? Well, I, I'd say from from all of us, Andy is the properly trained musician properly <laughs> trained properly trained <laughs> as it should be not like us um we we just picked it up by by ear and and because we love it and andy obviously loves it too but he he went to to humber yeah but you know what when eddie van halen cannot read sheet notes that properly trained sort of goes out the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right that's right <laughs> okay cool uh so andy you went to school for music yeah yeah i did um the uh the four-year bachelor of music program at humber um yeah just before the pandemic so uh (laughs) for me that's Uh, not great timing oh yeah (laughs) yeah i i went to humber because i really i really enjoyed playing and I kind of knew that I didn't really want to, you know, do anything else besides play. And I knew I wanted to take it to a higher level. And so, like, I, I worked hard and I got into the, uh, you know, like Humber's program and everything. And that's how I, I joined the band here. They posted an ad looking for a bassist. I was like, oh, I haven't played in a rock band since I was like, you know, in my teens and everything. So I auditioned and everything. And it really it brought out something that was kind of missing in my uh, musical life at that time. So, yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Humbert's world-class. I can see going to that school, but I'm not, uh, that school would help you definitely in the world of music, but I'm not familiar with the program. Do you also learn how to produce and market and all that stuff? A little bit of that kind of stuff. Mostly, like, in the first couple years like they they really forced you jazz and it's it's very heavy on the theory heavy on the ear training and all that kind of stuff and then in your third and your fourth year you get to um do um stuff that like is a little different like you know we got a lot of time in like the studio that they got there and like you do your recording project and then you kind of learn how to like make edits and like get into a bit of the producing world and that if you're interested you can take more classes on that stuff Okay, so, um, so you yeah. go different routes. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I figured that. So I figured that. That's a good program. So how does a band get together? Uh, you 
reply to an ad, but were you, Dennis and Damien, were you already together with the other member? Yeah, yeah. we were together. And go ahead, Dennis. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, we, we met. So Dennis and I met uh, at university. We we were studying archaeology, so we were taking oh. a class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely different. You're studying uh, dead things. Exactly. Pretty That's much. pretty cool. <laughs> So we were studying that, and then we, we found out that we had a mutual interest in, in music, and, and we ah. wanted to explore that. And, and so, yeah, so him and I, we, we immediately started to play, started to write songs, uh, never did too many covers, to be honest, which uh, I know covers are really good to, to get better at music in general, but we were always very interested in actually writing music. Um, so so yeah. that's, that's how we met. And that's where the the carbon memory name comes from, which is uh, I don't know a bit of a uh, you know the carbon dating the uh, method of you know dating artifacts. So the carbon memory uh, oh name. Oh my god! I know about that. By the way, the, yeah. <laughs> into the archaeology. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So we're gonna spin rumors right now, and then we're gonna talk about the song right after. Awesome.
Well, as I said before, earlier in our chat, I absolutely love the intro to the song. It just hooked me. Like, it hooked me. Like, it, it was incredible. Um, it, it's of the faceless people. They're giving it all for nothing. The loser job, <laughs> the freedom. And it was really cool. Like, you know, she loses her job, and then she goes back and she creates. Like, it was so... To me, it was amazing. It was amazing because it really spoke to me. Who, uh, how'd you come up with that? The whole concept of the song. Um, well, the the concept of the song is uh, kind of about the struggle that is kind of managing a full time job in a corporate setting uh, while having having a band while trying to do, reserve any any energy uh, for anything creative, right? And and you know, in our case, that would be music. And, yeah. and we all, we think that, you know, whether it's music or whether it's doing anything else, which means, which would involve being creative and making something. Um, it's kind of that tipping, finding, finding the balance between the energy of that. And uh, that's what kind that's what the video, um, the person that directed it are a friend of ours, Andrew Robillard uh, from Ottawa. Yeah. He he did a fantastic job with the video. Um, he kind of leaned a little bit towards that side, which uh, which we thought was was really interesting, and it made things um, gave things a more universal feel as to the video, which is interesting because um, based on what you just said, uh, which is great, which is what music's all about. You have you kind of shared your own perspective of the song. Um, and then when it came to the lyrics, the the lyrics are a bit more, um, maybe not so so positive. They're a bit more of a an observation of what it what it means to have a corporate career. What it means to sometimes when a career uh, you know can become a bit stagnant or the the corporate jargon that that exists and all these mannerisms in a corporate workplace that. Um, we all have to kind of deal with and, yeah, and some people deal with better and, and some uh, uh, can navigate that uh, almost, you know, uh, so well. And, and, you know, also a touch on the climbing the corporate ladder and all the tropes that are involved in that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It's, it's part of a, a mindset and a mind speak. All you have to do is go to Bay Street at 12 o'clock. And I think he's seeing Navy suits with a red tie or a Navy tie. It's like, it's almost like a uniform. It's incredible. <laughs> incredible. No, you really, I, I was part of, in our pre-chat, you know, I was part of the corporate world uh for at the same time as the creative world and i it really got to me it really got mm -hmm. to me the message because i lived up you know where you do what you have to do because you have kids or you have a mortgage or you have a car payment or you know rent <laughs> you know yeah. yeah but it's a it's a constant struggle right yeah um yeah it's do you think hard it's to, more to of a struggle for a creative person I, I think so. I, I think creative people, whatever it is that they do, it, it doesn't matter. But creative people, uh, it's sometimes harder for them to to uh, assimilate the, these uh, more rigid structures. Um, True society, enough. Yeah, rigid societal structures, right? Uh, creation has so much to do with getting out of structures, actually. 
and 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 trying things without without being afraid to fail and with these structures failure is is not seen very well so it is really hard to to break loose from that i think i, I think for the whole yeah you're right yeah you're right but you know statistically people that are creative and musicians do better in the investment industry on the broker's side than any other background. Is that right? Yeah, wow, that is I, I mean, it's 100%. It's backed by statistics. Uh, my mentor in the business was a former uh, trumpeteer for the Montreal Orchestra. And that's how he learned the how to pick stocks was he applied his knowledge of music to reading the stocks wow yeah wow that's super interesting <laughs> it's honestly true i know it's a very weird concept but you write though a lot i would say the norm a huge amount of people uh, and I know that just from the people in my own life, you know, they're working, they're gigging at night or they're doing ceramics on the weekend and or, or writing at night. And their goal is to do it full time, but the, they have to put on the tie and the white shirt or, you know, and do those corporate meetings. And yeah, but I love the concept of the black faces, like the hooded faces, like uh, mm -hmm. the no man or you know yeah it's interesting those faces uh kind of it's interesting there's a scene a specific scene in the video where um there's one of the characters um we're not really sure uh exactly whether he gets fired or whether he <laughs> whether he quits um and he he walks onto this beach um yeah. and, and he perform burns some some stuff right and and there is almost a bit of an occult and ritualistic aspect um, framing of the scene because the faceless people are surrounding him, and yeah. it's he seems like he is in he's uh, acting on his own will, but it's almost like these people are um, these mass these faceless people are um, almost uh, participating or kind of, uh, championing him on to, to do this or is, so we, it's almost like, uh, Andrew, uh, question and the director question, whether are these people, uh, is there a bit of these people in that person as well that ultimately, uh, carries out those actions. Right. Um, so it's, okay. it's interesting, this idea of the faceless people, we kind of wanted to keep it a bit more, um, uh, more loose so we could leave it open for interpretation uh, as to what people would think that they would represent. Oh, it's very cool. And I don't know if I'm going really creative on you, but <laughs> when I saw him pour the water bottle on the fire <laughs> and there was no water in it, just a drop, it was to me so impactful because it was almost like they sucked all the life out of him. Like, like, because water is life, right? Am I getting too freaky here? No, that, well, that's it's super. It's super interesting. It's super fun and, and interesting to see the, the 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 you know your your understanding of of the video and your perspective on it, and it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, I just yeah. found it completely amazing. Amazing. I I the um, it it was 
It was well done, guys. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're going to have to have a hard time showing up that video. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> only joking. So what is your creative process like? Like when you approach a song, how does it start? How does it, what's the middle? What's the end? Do you work as a band? Is somebody in control of the lyrics? And then you got together and jam. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you want to take this one? Damien? Yeah. Sure. sure. Um, I, I don't think we see a, a beginning and an end. <laughs> Usually okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit more chaotic than that. But uh, no, the, the way that, it usually works is either Dennis or I will will have a, an idea, a very rough idea. Uh, especially for this album, we try to collaborate more. Um, so what we did is we came up with rough ideas and then we sat down together and, and work work on them together uh, in a, with a lot of collaboration. And we tried to integrate things that we didn't on, on the previous uh EP that we had. So we try to integrate keys and synthesizers because we love that. We love it a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And we also love the fact that you can grab an instrument that you are not very good at, but it inspires so much creativity just because of that. You you don't have the mannerisms or the routine of playing an instrument in a specific way. So Mm -hmm. the instrument allows you to, to, it's open for anything. So that's pretty much... Yeah, that, so it's it's a it's a lot of it's very playful to to do it that way, and and that's what we found with the piano, and and the synthesizers, and so we come up with those rough ideas. Then Dennis and I work out and elaborate the ideas a bit more, and then we meet with with Andy and and Simon, uh, our drummer at the time, and and we flash them up. We, we do the full the full song, and then and then we think about structure, beginning, end, and a little bit more in detail. Very cool. Very cool. Do you write about personal experience? Um, yeah, a lot of it is is quite personal. Yeah, and and Dennis, I'm I'm sure. Uh, yeah, everything. <laughs> um, I mean, everything comes from uh, personal experience, and I think sometimes things end up um, taking on a bit of a a more general arc. Um, you know, as with rumors. So we we have uh, the song has a very specific kind of um, meaning and uh, specific uh, placement, you know, Mm. and setting. Uh, But, you know, we kind of try to draw from what other people's experiences may have been in, um, in the corporate world, for example, or, you know, what are, what are our thoughts? It's almost like, what are our thoughts on, on what is a corporate career? So, I mean, in, that all that also this will reflect on our on our experiences as well um whether they're first hand or second hand or you know yeah, but so you, yeah could, you could put that concept really far though it's not just about, like i i know you wrote it about corporate in the videos just talking about that but it it it's universal because it applies to people even are like say a mom or a father at home uh, that is overwhelmed with just responsibilities and that, and they want to travel or they want to do something that doesn't requires leaving, which they very often cannot do. 
Um, so it's it, it's really a sense of uh, a freedom anthem to anybody that's stuck or has experienced awesome. being stuck. You know? Yeah, yeah, I can cool. can totally see that. That's, yeah, yeah. We've always admired quite a bit uh, that that um, ability that bands like you mentioned, Pink Floyd or or Radiohead, have to to talk to you know, bring a story that is very personal and make it so, as you mentioned, universal because it's so metaphorical, right? A lot of being flawed when you read the lyrics, it's almost philosophy in, in on paper. Um, but it comes from, from something that becomes very universal by the end of it. Yeah, well, 100%, 100%. So we're going to be listening to tonight, which is a bit... Up, more upbeat in terms of uh, tempo, uh, a bit more rock, and uh, we're going to listen to it now and talk about the track after, okay? Sounds good.
So I like the fact that I saw you guys performing in the video. I always love videos <laughs> like that. They're simple and grassroots, but it's really cool to see a band performing. Yeah, yeah it was fun shooting. <laughs> it, it, it was so much fun. Hey, Andy, maybe maybe you can mention a little bit of, of what it was to record because it has an interesting story with the weather and... It was it was a really weird day where it kind of it wasn't cold but it was cold enough that um, kind of miming your part was a little hard it was a little difficult like that especially by like after the first few takes like I think all of our hands were like really like they're basically like frozen um, <laughs> and it's like hands were like really really cold and as we were we kept going the the action on like my bass and like our guitars basically it just like <laughs> it just got lower and lower so it was like it didn't like it, it didn't matter you're just like making sure that your hands in the right place because it's like there's no notes coming out it was just basically fret buzz and everything yeah. so it was definitely a very like tricky experience in terms of because it was like really like kind of humid um when we first were setting up and then like you know like it got really cold and like very damp and and wet and everything and obviously it was just it was very um it looks a lot better than it actually was <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah the weather was was pretty uh tumultuous well i, I mean it it didn't end up being to our favor but uh, there were some storm warnings um prior to uh, for that um oh yeah the wind was pretty bad yeah, afternoon the, so. the wind was um it wasn't looking too good for a while just because it, it was kind of like really storming for a bit and but like the wind was like very strong i think like the symbols like simon's symbols on the ground <laughs> but i think they fell over a few times um, okay can i ask you a question do you did you have a hired gun on for the day like why did you go ahead with the video or did you want a depressing overcast day um now, we just didn't have any choice Andrew's availability, um, the the same that our friend that also shot rumors, um, he actually we actually shot rumors and tonight on the same weekend. So um, oh wow! So we came um, for the weekend the party and shoot that's videos. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's so cool. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and it was it was a, a miracle because like uh, and uh, and dimension it was raining 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 we put all the gear there to start recording it stopped raining then we <laughs> took all the gear out and the weather went bad again so it was oh, wow we were super lucky yeah yeah you, you were you were so um what's the concept behind the song tonight yeah, so uh, for tonight, it's, um, and again, it, it's kind of interesting that um, the song, with us, when we when we write music, I think we all, all three of us, um, we approach things from a musical, um, how does it sound, what is the atmosphere, what does the rhythm make us feel like, um, and it's funny that the the concept eventually kind of mirrors a little bit of that like jarring, that cyclic, dreamy feel of the song, which is almost like always like hanging over the individual. So it's kind of, it's it is about feeling um, detached, you know, going through the motions of everyday life and yeah. uh, and not being present, not being truly present in someone else's company, you know, and and uh, and also 
to to kind of remind ourselves that you know we we're not just spectators we we can to be mindful and present and to be grateful of each other's uh um company you know yeah the disconnect was there right um and this is the way you did the photography of the streetcars and the city <laughs> and I thought it, I thought it was great. Love seeing the TTC subway. <laughs> I haven't read the the rocket for quite a long time, but um, did you have to get a special permit to film that? Um, I think that was that may. Uh, I, I don't know if we were inside the streetcar on in that video in the tonight video. Well, not that nobody would nobody would require you, but, <laughs> but uh, I think the the scenes in the tonight video of the streetcar moving, it's kind of like uh, um, Andrew has it so that he's speeding up the film. It's kind of glitchy. I believe that was shot from within um, the one of the cars that we were driving at the time when Andrew got some some shots from oh, inside the good. car of each person. Um, so yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. It, it is. We, um, Andrew did want to, um, feature the city, um, in a urban, uh, night type of, uh, setting, which, um, I think worked, worked perfectly for, uh, yeah, for he song. did well, he did well. Somebody that was born, bred and raised in Toronto, he did well showcasing the city. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. He's a good photographer. Is he professionally trained? Yes, actually, he's from from Ottawa, and uh, he is. Yeah, that's his job. It's his uh, full time job. He also does. He films um, athletes as well, so he's he can skate. So he will take his gear and he'll be uh, uh, shooting uh, for for like hockey players, uh, doing films for for them. Um, and he does he does all type of stuff you know he does obviously the usual you know he'll do the corporate uh videos as well videography um but he's super creative and he's also uh, a drummer and um wow uh, him and his wife which also appears in the video uh, she's the first person that appears um she sings and they have a band together called no mistakes in space uh which is fantastic they they're they're really awesome they're a bit of a i would say post rock um uh, ban and uh we've played with him before so yeah he's he's a he's a great guy and and he's super talented behind the camera yeah he is very talented yeah i'm a trained photographer as well so i can pick it up yeah oh, very nice. good very good so where's the best place to find you guys on social media probably say instagram or yeah instagram i'd say that's the the main one that uh, we're very active on Okay, so any fan updates, any releases, there it's all on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I think. Sorry, yeah, Dennis, you take it away. Yeah, I think uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram for engagement with like the latest information, like information. I mean, information, but the latest <laughs> content, or I don't know. Um, still in release mode, I guess. Uh, the latest um, stuff that's that we're sharing, what we're up to. Um, yeah, Instagram is the best like visualization, or we we take our time to kind of share um, to create a bit of an experience of what we're doing. Um, as for 
for checking us out in terms of music wise obviously spotify which is now the main the main uh platform band, i guess for us. not Bandcamp, <laughs> so they can buy your music i mean Bandcamp is would be great as well if uh <laughs> yeah. if people want to go over yeah, there well, and uh we have our music on on Bandcamp uh for sure um and then youtube if you want to watch the videos obviously that's but, cool um but on Instagram, like Dennis was saying, we're not very good at posting a lot of things. <laughs> well, we're Insta- not being... you know, Instagram is a learning curve. Huh? Yes, yes. So we're not in in, in that uh, game of uh, of of putting things every single day, but we do put things um, in a in a relative in okay fashion and and whenever we put things it's because we have something to to we try to have something to offer or or give a heads up of what's coming yeah yeah fair enough fair enough i get that i get that i'm not gonna let you go yet because i want to ask you how how you must have had a completely different experience with this album because your first album your debut album panoramas uh, of 2018 you did all by yourself and you tourist VP, you collabed with Graham Walsh. Yes, yeah, what a different. So, how was it different? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you recommend any artist to if they can manage it to work with the producer for sure. If, if, you, if you find the right producer, yes, um, there's a producer can bring so much more to, to it can facilitate the whole environment in a way that you are happy and comfortable to go, just go there record do your part and and not, not have to stress and then elevate the sound and elevate ideas and, and that whole collaboration is a lot of fun but you do have to find the right person person that would understand your music and patience and, and graham was phenomenal at that and so how did you find graham um i think we we just um I think we're just looking around at Discogs or uh, there's allmusic.com and we were just looking at local local bands and and kind of checking out um you know who had produced these these records and it's it's curious enough that when we did find uh Graham he he has his own band um Holy I'm not sure if I can swear on the the podcast but it's uh, uh, holy f let's just leave it at, at, holy at fuck? As that. yeah um, that's there. Um, I'm, we're all growing up sure. son <laughs> i wasn't sure whether that was uh but yeah and and uh he has that project of of his and he he also collaborates with a lot of other artists um that's cool and um and once we i think what we were i don't know at least what drew my attention i think me and damon were were kind of looking around as uh, the drums, like when, yeah, once exactly. we heard the drums um, production I, on I, I his was recordings were insane. We, we were going through through many, many albums or local bands and, and saying, okay, if we like the music, let's check who produced it. And then Dennis and I were like, oh, the drums sound amazing here. Oh, the drums sound amazing here. And then by the Very time cool. we ended up, yeah, by the time we ended up with all the cool drumming sounds from all the albums, it turned out that he was he, he was in, in most of them. <laughs> Yeah, he was. An, he's just incredible behind the desk. He's just so knowledgeable with um, just getting the music, using all the analog gear and the box and all that stuff. He is he's incredible, and uh, he's super easy to work with. And and I think we kind of really hit it off, you know. Um, and I think the music 
it, it kind of it shows like um and in terms of the sound like we really mm-hmm. um we really owe it to him for the way it, it ended up sounding that's amazing i always like to hear great collab stories it's amazing like to get his contact information so you did very well so thank <laughs> you very much for coming on the show you guys are a lot thank of you so fun. much thank so you for having us uh, and before you go <laughs> thank you for being respectful and not uh, saying the word fuck on the air <laughs> no, I just, it's not that big of a deal no yeah but, i wasn't sure uh, if there, there were any rules or anything like uh, but, no no yeah no. So, uh, there's a rule now you're he's gonna have to buy us a beer all of us buy um, you a beer yeah okay for sure and we can listen to holy fuck all night <laughs> while we listen, while we drink all the beer, I give him credit. I can give him credit. I could give you a couple stories around that, but they aren't arable. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, have a great night and thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show, sponsored by the Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.